Hello, welcome back. Um, I need to explain myself for the previous episode. So I am aware that it ended really (laughs) abruptly without (laughs) any explanation or any outro. I think it was obvious that someone knocked on my door and my plan was to just stop the recording and then record another bit and just edit it and put it together but I don't know how it got uploaded to Spotify before I added the next bit before I even recorded the next bit and then I couldn't be bothered to change it and I listened to it afterwards and it was quite a dramatic ending but I liked it so we're just gonna roll with it um, never mind. <laughs> Today, I wanted us to address the question, am I needy? The answer is yes, okay, thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get into some details, because this question is in my head like 24-7, like, I'm thinking about it all the time. Am I needy now? Am I needy now? <laughs> um, and, you know, I might be doing this podcast in order to not be needy. So, during that time, I would probably be needy towards someone. And I'm just doing that so I can make myself <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> no, that was an exaggeration. Uh, but I always struggle to find the point in the line between being too cool with your interactions. Because I don't want to be cool. Like, you know, how people are nowadays in friendships and relationships and situationships where everyone is like, yeah is chill, I'm too cool and I don't care if you're gonna text me or if you care for me and I'm cool, mate. Yeah, I don't don't like this kind of shit. I I believe it's a huge lie. And I don't, I like being upfront and I like showing people that I care, so I would never do that. But on the other hand, you can sow too much and you can come off as needy and making everything too dramatic and too important when it's not important for the other person. Like, when you have to say goodbye to someone, let's say, random example, not part of my life at all, (laughs) and, like, goodbye for quite a long period of time, and it's in the phase where it's not your boyfriend or anything, it's very vague and complicated and you're like "Mm, I cannot say that oh I will miss you and oh this is hard for me yeah you cannot say that so you pretend that yeah it's fine but it's really not but I don't know I'm always afraid that the other person might run away (laughs) realizing how serious I am but I don't know. I've heard that, oh yeah, being needy is not bad 
and people that say it's bad are just emotionally unavailable jerks. But truth be told, yeah, we all have very valid emotional needs. And I get that when you're in a relationship, uh, those needs should be met and you should be with someone that meets your needs emotionally. Uh, But when you're not in a relationship and you are just... Well, in my head, everything is a relationship. Like our friendships are relationships. The more casual things are relationships. So yeah, when you are in something that is not labelled, let's put it that way, I get very concerned because I'm like, yeah, I have emotional needs, but do I have the right to ask for that? Like, if there is no label, I don't have the right to rant about something or be like oh yeah you didn't text me all week yeah since there is no label you cannot say that so it's just in your head and sometimes well (laughs) to be honest um sometimes it gets a bit outside of my head and I might I might vocalize it, but it usually doesn't end well. <laughs> um, yeah, history has showed that it doesn't end well. So I'm trying to grow up. And you would say that, oh yeah, why are we not so? Why do you compromise into being into casual relationships and not having and official ones and I won't say serious because I feel like a casual relationship might be serious because serious in my head is in the intentions and in the love and affection so if the other person only wants to fuck you then this is not serious but if you're with a person that wants to get to know you and likes talking to you and cares for you and if you have a problem they will listen to you and they will try to help you then I don't see why this is not serious so yeah I like to call it official and non-official um but the thing is that okay yeah ideally in my head relationships are great and all this society has told us that Yes, relationships, love of my life and all that crap. (laughs) But being honest with myself, I'm not ready to be in a relationship in the sense that I don't really want to. Because I don't believe in friendship between guys and girls. We can discuss this about about this into another podcast episode. But yeah, I don't believe there is a thing like that. And but at the moment that I'm young and I I think in the person I and not in the we sense. I like the fact that I have guy friends and I can go out and have 
a coffee with them and have a beer and uh, call them when I want to chat to someone and send a text that might have a joke that might be a bit winky face and yeah I might sound like an awful person but I enjoy this type of validation and I wouldn't be happy to give that up at this point of my life so I feel like it would be unfair to be in a relationship since I like you know walking and flirting a bit and all that so yeah I think I'm in the stage where I'm just testing the waters into dating so I'm glad I'm not in a relationship and the thing is that I have people that care for me and that are serious towards me so yeah I can be the side chick as far <laughs> No, that that was a joke. No, I'm not okay with being the side chick. But I'm okay with having a more no-strings-attached situation. But the thing is, with my neediness, going back to that, is that uh, I, I'm very selfish. Like, if I need time and space... You might text me and I take loads of hours to reply. And I might not reach out to you. And yeah, I find that very okay. And oh, yeah, I need time and space. But whenever I've had enough time and space and want to, you know, get in touch again... I don't respect that the other person might need time and space. So if I send a text and they take like hours or days to reply, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, uh, I've given you this time and oh, you still don't care for me? And mm, fuck you. <laughs> um, very interesting. Um, and I might... The thing is that I'm a control freak. So if I want to solve some issues and make things work again, uh, and if I'm ready for it, I want it to happen now. (laughs) So I might like uh, double text people and being like, this needs to be fixed now. But especially... With some people, this doesn't work. Like, some people need time and space. And I do, too, at times. Um, and if someone needs time and space and you just pressure them, uh, this doesn't end well. Let's put it that way. Um, so I was actually looking into attachment, you know, psychology and all that. And... Uh, all the different types of attachment and of course I'm not a secure attachment type of course I'm not Uh, but the thing is that I'm a mix of uh, avoidant and anxious 
uh, and when I say mix, not in the same situation, both of them, but in different situations, I'm either. So, um, for example, when I interact with people that care for me or like me a lot and I don't really I and they are very upfront and very loving and all that I'm very avoidant I I will ghost you I will not reply to your text I will try and make this end <laughs> um, but on the other hand when I am at the moment I'm dealing with uh, an avoidant <laughs> and with him I'm totally anxious <laughs> um, but I'm trying to work with it and it's it's quite interesting I would say so I've I've made some notes for myself uh, into how you can oh so firstly I'm gonna tell you a bit about um, what anxious and what avoidant is so both of them are, ba are based on the fear of abandonment but it's different because the anxious attachment is that oh you're gonna leave me I know you're gonna leave me type of thing and uh, it's constantly seeking attention so it's like you always initiate um, with a text or you are like, oh, I'm not feeling very well. Oh, can I call you? I'm having a bad day. Of course, it's not that you are lying, but yeah, I've done all those things. Uh, like seeking care from others, the mm, please help me type of thing. Uh, being very jealous and worrying a lot and hell on <laughs> overanalyzing everything with a bit of people pleasing I guess and fear of rejection and fear of infidelity <laughs> and being very controlling as I said for myself and aggressive at the same time like me when <laughs> I don't get mad often but if I do I, I get super aggressive I'm like oh yeah if you if you even slightly care for me true story <laughs> yeah it's it's not great and the avoidant is more like i cannot explain it that well because i haven't been avoidant for long long periods of time i get avoidant with i was avoidant if, 2 years ago and now i only get avoidant with people that are too serious on dating apps and that don't know me and they are very serious I get very avoidant but it's mostly like um, you might enjoy affection and love but um, you might give it but you f your fear that this is gonna end makes you want to distance yourself and take time on your own and not contact the other person because you feel like oh they're gonna leave me so I have to learn how to 
not need them basically um but i'm gi- i'm going to give some advice of course i'm not <laughs> a therapist and i'm not perfect like i'm really working on this stuff and in the past month i've tr- been trying a lot uh not actively like it's a change of mindset i think but for all the anxious ones that are dealing with avoidant types i guess uh, very good advice is to i know you really want to chase that person but please don't it, it's going to make things worse and if you're feeling very controlling and that oh, i'll have to fix it now and chase them don't like give them time it's give them space take time and space and firstly don't take it personally it it's not about you it's not that you said something it's not that you did something it's not that oh your last story was not hot enough no it's it's nothing it's it's just them and something very important generally in relationships is ask for what you want rather than complain for what you don't want so instead of being like oh you never text me oh you never do that oh you're just using me or you're leading me on or whatever just try to ask for what you want so let's say now with covid uh and lockdown and i know many people are doing long long distance stuff um like if you want a video call or if you want a phone call just ask for it and okay yeah if they're not avoidant and they're just not liking you they would say no but you will have saved yourself from a lot of pain <laughs> but if they're just avoidant they might need some time but they will probably say yes because they want they love you it's 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 not yeah um and whenever they do something that you like tell them that you liked it and you enjoyed it and they might feel like you know they don't need validation but they really do and you have to let them know when like make sure that oh yeah we're going to do this again and oh yeah it was really lovely talking to you or if it's not long distance you can if you want to see them ask for a date say that oh i'm trying this new restaurant do you want to join me or oh i'm doing this um I'm, this movie came out and i want to see it do you want to come with me and i don't know why yeah i don't believe in oh yeah guys need to ask you out no especially if they're avoidant they will never do <laughs> you know people don't ask for what they want they assume that you know what they want and that applies to i was talking about that with my therapist actually and uh we we're talking about uh like sex and she was saying that the fantasy the fantasy that everyone has and it's the most unrealistic one is that you're going to go we're going to get with someone that will instantly know how to give you pleasure but 
that's just not how it works. Uh, and and try to understand um, the people that need time and space. But at the same time, be reliable, be dependable. So they might not give you the validation that you want all the time. But whenever they make a move, try to be there. Try to show them that you're not going to leave them. Try to show them that you're not a bitch that takes forever to reply just for the game. Don't play games. Um, Respect the differences that you two have. And try to cultivate your own interests. That's really important. Try not... I was telling that... I was talking to a friend. And I was saying that... The love of your life or... Someone that you really care about or your crush is not someone that it's not healthy to be sad when you're not talking to them and just being super happy when you are the healthy thing is being happy and seeing them as a bonus to your happiness and the time that they spend with you seeing it as a bonus um yeah, it's true that, as I said before, we all have unrealistic fantasies. And it's about the communication and about what you expect the other person to know about you. And it's quite interesting. Um, also, try to... I know we have to express how we feel. And I'm... I'm up for that, but try to be mindful about how you express strong emotions. I mean, it's okay to be like, I love you or I miss you, or if that's what you feel, of course. Uh, Or, I was thinking about you. (laughs) Uh, But, um, I don't know, if you've just known them for months, try not to be like, oh, I cannot live without you, Uh, because, girl you can and you should be able to live without anyone Um, but yeah just give them plenty of space and time and you need to face your abandonment issues on your own and not trying to make him a part of your therapy process Um. And don't try to change him. It's just him. You just have to make this work. But at the same time, be honest about your needs. Like, I'm not telling you that you should be like, oh yeah, I'm okay with not talking to him. No, if you want to talk to him, then do. I don't know why I've I've phrased that as if it's the woman is the anxious one and the guy is the avoidant. But usually it's like that. But I'm not trying to add more stereotypes into this world. Um, But yeah, generally you just need to work towards growth. Um, And one last thing, it's a bit random, but I just wanted to say that. Um, as I said, I'm a control freak, and 
the main thing I freak about is the future because I don't know what's gonna happen and I cannot control it and this goes from the very simple things in the oh the guy I'm texting right now is it is anything ever gonna happen <laughs> or stupid stuff like that but it's also the more general things as if what am I gonna do after I finish my degree what my first job is gonna be uh, how my love life is gonna be in the sense that will I get married um, will I ever have this crazy love of someone loving me enough to propose like in my head I'm like no I, I don't think anyone would ever <laughs> love me enough to want to be with me forever <laughs> but I don't know that's quite low self-esteem I assume uh, yeah no I don't assume I'm sure that's low self-esteem but you you never know <laughs> Um, but I get stressed, especially here in the UK. Everyone gets married so early. Like, you walk outside, you just see... Generally, I fancy guys that are in the range of 22 to 30. That's my range. And that's not the range of the people that hate on me. <laughs> that's, that's another conversation for another time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, usually my range is that. And it's quite funny because most guys in that range are married with kids. And it freaks me out because in Greece, like 40 is the age to get married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, and if someone here is 30 and is single, <laughs> there probably is, there, there is a problem, probably. <laughs> I'm not saying problem in the sense of... Yeah, there are some commitment issues or... Problems. Avoidant and whatever. But, yeah, it stresses me out so much. Like, I know my eggs are probably going to be okay for the next years. But if you get married at 22, that means, like, you've met at uni. And I'm like, I'm running out of time. <laughs> Because I'm just wasting my time into situations that will not lead anywhere. But, yeah, that's me freaking out. And then after that, it's like, Avina, please calm down. And then it's the whole thing of growing as a single lady. Lady. <laughs> and being, you know, independent. And learning to date in a casual manner. And gaining experiences, both in how to interact with people and sexual experiences. And always with protection, of course. <laughs> safety first um i don't know now with coronavirus this whole safety thing with casual dating it's a bit worse i feel like uh but yeah um so i think i don't know 
I don't want to plan my life, but I think it would be nice for the first few years of my adult life to not go into anything very committed and serious. Um, so I can be ready for it and grow as a person and learn how to be a supportive and loving partner. And I also think that since it's not sure, it's not certain, but in my head there is a possibility of me after graduating um, working part-time and part-time doing a PhD. So it's gonna be tough and uh, yeah, it's just so stressful. I, I need to sort my life out in other respects and getting married and meeting the love of my life it's not one of them and it's not my goal to be honest uh because i i don't believe in forever i don't believe it exists in the way that i would want it to exist so um in my head right now i want to I'm just seeking for uh, passionate interactions. So I don't care about how long they're going to take. But <laughs> I'm just uh, looking for enjoying myself and not being like very grey and boring because... It's more I'm still a teenager. I I want to live my life and I don't know. I might sound like, "Oh yeah, see, she's making out with people in nightclubs." Yeah, I don't even go out. So, don't get excited. <laughs> Me deciding to live my student life is focus on my degree, go to the gym, <laughs> get shredded, hopefully. <laughs> um and meal prep and try to eat healthily and going to societies and stuff and interact with people have interesting conversations and that's about it so yeah having i don't know i, I have a thing in my fantasy uh, if even if i date someone casually or not I, I don't want them to be a student. It it seems so boring in my head. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to be in the library. Just disgusting. <laughs> I cannot even describe how disgusting that was. That, that thought of, no, 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 no. I don't know. It's just guys in that age. This is going to be so toxic masculinity, but they are not alpha enough but not in the sense that everyone has to be shredded and big and manly not in that way but in the way that being a proper guy a proper man that can support you and can protect you and Yeah, but it doesn't exist in my generation and it can drive me crazy, honestly. Uh... <laughs>
sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm, I'm so unprofessional. I just opened Facebook while doing a podcast. Uh, but it was quite nice. It was um, a meme that, oh yeah, I should have stopped trusting men when One Direction set, announced that they're going to be back in 18 months. <laughs> but it's quite related to today's podcast, to be fair. <laughs> quite um, emphasis on the quiet <laughs> um, but yeah I don't think I have something else to add it was a very small dating and more personal I guess podcast episode I, I wasn't as angry as I was in my last one firstly because um, politics is yeah, and people on social media that are pretentious and all that. Yeah, that can drive me crazy. And also, today's uh, today's episode, I had made some like bullet points and stuff. Uh, at a day that I really needed it. It it was a day that um I wasn't what I was preaching. <laughs> uh, but. but um now I'm again at peace and I'm again happy so that's why I wasn't that angry and I was more like oh yeah that's the mistakes I've made and I don't want to sound pretentious and perfect because I'm sure I will make tons of other mistakes it's just that at the moment I feel like I'm doing well (laughs) It's a whole placebo just to not understand that um, <laughs> I'm ruining everything. No, um, everything is well at the moment, so time will tell. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Have an awesome week, rest of the week, and we'll talk soon. <laughs>